Strickland's looking for you. If you get caught, it'll be four tardies in a row. All right, come on. I think we're safe. You know, this time it wasn't my fault. The doc said all his clocks 25 minutes slow. Doc, am I to understand you're still hanging around with Dr. Emmett Brown McFly? Tardies for you, Miss Parker. And one for you, McFly. I believe that makes four in a row. Now, let me give you Nichols with a free advice, young man. The so-called Dr. Brown is dangerous. He's a real nutcase. You hang around with him, you're gonna end up in big trouble. Oh, yes, sir. You've got a real attitude problem, McFly. You're a slacker. You remind me of your father when he went here. He was a slacker, too. Can I go now, Mr. Strickland? I notice your band is on the roster for the dance auditions after school today. Why even bother, McFly? You don't have a chance. You're too much like your old man. No McFly ever amounted to anything in the history of Hill Valley. Yeah, well, history is gonna change. the saying, better late than never. Too many of us have been told by someone at some point in our life, you'll never amount to anything. Maybe you don't need a Mr. Strickland because you said it to yourself. For the rest of us, we've all experienced a letdown, a moment when life, it just didn't go the way we'd hoped or thought that it might. What happens now? Will that moment in our past define our present and prevent a greater future? For Marty McFly, cruising through life, using everything around him, took him where he wanted to go, and nothing was going to stand in his way. That is, until everything got in the way. You're too late. You've missed your chance. You're too loud. You've blown your chance. You're too much like your old man, and you never had a chance. Will you really let your past define your present and prevent your future? Before we rock and roll any further, let me bring you back to the present and welcome you to Faith Promise, back to the movies where we tell them of him and where we combine faith 
and film to help everyone encounter the real love of Jesus like never before. Today, we hope the number one movie of 1985, Back to the Future, helps us all get on the same speed. Because whether you're new and searching or you've been on a faith journey for a while, we can all travel back in time together to consider not just Marty's past, but our own. Have you ever had a friend or family member tell the same story over and over again? Stories like Back to the Future have staying power that are not only entertaining, but they can teach us something incredibly deeper. They're all about the past, but a past that affects the present and may even point the way to a better future. One of Jesus' early followers, his name was Paul, writes a letter to a church located in Ephesus. And his way of sharing this story in scripture goes from the past to the present to the future. Let's pick it up in Ephesians chapter one. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we, you and I, would be holy and blameless before him in love. I don't know about your past, but mine was filled with pain and problems. It was a catastrophe, but something I'm not sure I could even fix if I had a time machine. But did you notice how the verse ended? I love this, in love. There is power in love. Paul goes on and he says this, he, God, destined us to adoption as sons and daughters through Jesus Christ to himself according to the kind intention of his will to the praise and the glory of his grace, which he freely, freely bestowed on us in the beloved. Pastor, well, that's great and all, you might say, but you don't understand. My past, it's radioactive. It's filled with rejection, with loss, with neglect, and with horrible abuse. Well, I just might understand more than you would think. And that's the beauty of God's love in our story. If you're already a follower of Jesus, everything that you have done and everything that has been done to you no longer defines your present. We are adopted, adopted. He picked us out. We are adopted into his perfect family. How incredibly great is that? Unfortunately for Marty, after a run-in with a terrorist who killed his mentor, Dr. Brown, and chased him into the past, Marty now finds himself trapped in 1955 with his father and, well, neither of their futures looked very bright at that moment.
McFly, you Irish bunk. Oh, hey, Biff. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, you got my homework finished, McFly? Uh, well, actually, I figured since it wasn't due till Monday. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Anybody home? Hey, think, McFly. Think. I gotta have time to recopy it. You realize what would happen if I hand in my homework and your handwriting? I'll get kicked out of school. You wouldn't want that to happen, would you? Would you? Well, now, of course not. No, I wouldn't no. want that to happen. What are you looking at, butthead? Hey, Biff, get all of this guy's life preserver. Dork thinks he's gonna drown. Yeah. So, uh, how about my homework, McFly? Uh, okay, Biff. Well, I'll, uh, I'll finish that on up tonight, and then I'll, uh, bring it over first thing tomorrow morning. Okay, not too early. I sleep in Sundays. Oh, mm -hmm. McFly, your shoe's untied. Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> don't be so gullible, McFly. Okay. I don't want to see you in here okay. again. Okay. <laughs> all right, bye-bye. <laughs> What? You're George McFly. Yeah, who are you? Say, what do you let those boys push you around like that for? Well, they're bigger than me. Stand tall, boy. Have some respect for yourself. Don't you know if you let people walk over you now, they'll be walking over you for the rest of your life. Look at me. You think I'm going to spend the rest of my life in this slop house? Watch it, Goldie. No, sir. I'm going to make something of myself. I'm going to night school. And one day, I'm going to be somebody. That's right. He's going to be mayor. Yeah, I'm going to... Mayor. Now that's a good idea. I could run for mayor. A colored mayor, that'll be the day. You wait and see, Mr. Carruthers. I will be mayor. I'll be the most powerful man in Hill Valley, and I'm gonna clean up this town. Good. You can start by sweeping the floor. Mayor Goldie Wilson. I like the sound of that. Can you imagine? Going, being able to go back and change your past. If you could do it, what would you change? What moment? What issue? What, what, what experience? For Marty, meeting his pushover father is a hard truth to swallow. But here's something crazy. Did you know the minimum wage diner worker Goldie? actually becomes the mayor of Hillvale. 
This is a simple truth where Marty's from, which is Goldie's future. But for Goldie, this future truth changes his entire outlook on his life. Listen, listen. Your future should define your present, not your past. Paul goes on and says this, in him, we have the redemption through his blood. Listen, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished, poured out on us in all wisdom and insight. He made known to us the mystery of his will according to the kind intention which he, God, purposed in him, Christ Jesus. That's the power of God's all-time love and timeless, matchless grace, which fills our present with redemption and forgiveness. Unlike our hero, Marty McFly, we are not trapped in the past. And you know why? Because God's love doesn't leave us trapped in the past. God doesn't leave us in the pain and the problems of our past. He doesn't leave us in our sin and our struggles. He doesn't want us separated from him. And God wanted these things to such a degree that he sent his one and only son to sacrifice everything once and for all. So if you feel like your past is too big a deal and that forgiveness of this magnitude is, well, just too good to be true, you risk playing right into our enemy's hands and placing all your happiness, your future hope, your purpose in whatever happens to you each day instead of the timeless, matchless promises and blessings of an all good God. So not only do we not have enough power to escape our past on our own, but we can't generate enough power to find a better future. That's why we desperately need something more lasting, something more timeless, something more powerful, and that is the good news that God's love offers more than enough power to transform us. The question is, will you receive it or will you remain forever trapped in your past? For Marty and the 1950s Dr. Brown, power is a similar problem, but it's not hardly the only problem they're facing. This is it. This is the answer. It says here that a bolt of lightning is going to strike the clock tower at precisely 10.04 p.m. next Saturday night. If we could somehow harness this lightning, channel it into the flux capacitor, it just might work. Next Saturday night, we're sending you back to the future. Okay, all right, Saturday's good, Saturday's good. I can spend a week in 1955, I can hang out, you can show me around. Marty, 
That is completely out of the question. You must not leave this house. You must not see anybody or talk to anybody. Anything you do could have serious repercussions on future events. Do you understand? Yeah, sure. Okay. Marty, have you interacted with anybody else today besides me? I'm... Yeah, well, I might have sort of bumped into my parents. Great Scott! Let me see that photograph again of your brother. Uh... Just as I thought. This proves my theory. Look at your brother. His head's gone. It's like it's like it's been erased. Erased from existence. Whoa! You really cleaned this place up. Looks brand new. Now remember, according to my theory, you interfered with your parents' first meeting. If they don't meet, they won't fall in love, they won't get married, and they won't have kids. That's why your older brother's disappearing from that photograph. Your sister will follow, and unless you repair the damage, you'll be next. This sounds pretty heavy. Wait, well, has nothing to do with it. Which one's your pop? That's him. Okay, okay, you guys. Sure. Maybe we were adopted. Okay, real mature guys. Okay, Nick, can you pick up my phone? Why? Didn't that guy ever have hair? Shape up, man. You're a slacker. Do you want to be a slacker for the rest of your life? No. Even with the future on their side, Marty in the 1950s, Dr. Brown, has some real problems to sort out. First, how does Marty fix his father, father and mother's relationship so Marty can even be born? How do they make sure Marty's in the right place at the right time to use the lightning to get back home? And oh yeah, can Marty still save Dr. Brown once he gets back to the future? And you thought your life was complicated, which is exactly what the enemy wants you to believe. The truth is, we have an enemy who has operated in the past, in the present, and the future. The bully that battles us and our fathers and mothers before us. This bully, this cosmic bully, wants us to cower in the corner in fear. But like most bullies, all we need to do is remember that our past, our shortcomings, our weaknesses, our sin, and our cowardice no longer define us. God's love and grace transform your present into something brand new. How do we know that? Because the Apostle Paul writes in another letter to another church, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature, old things, the past, the pain, the problems, the old things, they have passed away. Behold, I love this. New things have come. And can I tell you, trust me, when you begin following the filling, you'll like the new you. You're asking for it, and now you're going to get it. Man, I'm slicing my hand. Who's in these? Mine. Right. Yes. 
Thanks a lot. Gonna break his arm! Biff! Biff, leave him alone! Let him go! Let him go! Are you okay? I loved it. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Boom! Down goes Biff. Down goes the bully. It's just something inside all of us that we love. It makes an incredible story. But in reality, Jesus dealt a death blow. Now, with, with Biff's defeat, just like our enemy, hope and a brand new future floods through the hope that we now have in Jesus. Because without hope, we can only try to stay busy and distracted and avoid focusing on a future that's really not even worth living. And I'm so grateful for this. God's future for you, for me, for Faith Promise, it is filled with hope. Paul finishes the, this, this paragraph that we've been talking about. With a view to the administration suitable to the fullness of the times, that is, the summing up of all things in Christ, things in heaven and things on earth. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, who, having been destined according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will, to the end that we who were the first to hope in Christ would be to the praise of his glory. In him you also after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were, listen, you were sealed with him, in him, with the Holy Spirit. You were, it, he says the Holy Spirit was given as a pledge or literally a down payment of our inheritance. The Holy Spirit is given to you. It's just part of what is coming in the future with the view to the redemption of God's own possession that's us, to the praise of his glory. Since long before our past, a plan was set in motion for Jesus to bring us into his perfect family, regardless of your color, of your race, of your background, regardless of your past, or even your present, promising you a glorious future that we can't even fathom. When we believe putting all our faith in him, we are guaranteed the Holy Spirit in our present reality. When we believe in him, we are guaranteed that everything will be made right and we will be, will be brought into God's future plans to restore, listen, justice, 
and beauty, reconciliation and mercy. When you and I believe to put all of our faith in Jesus, life is suddenly filled with purpose, with a future that we can barely fathom. This promise and hope of a better future not only helps us with our present day to day, but it helps us look ahead and tell a whole new story. At Faith Promise, we tell them of Him and we serve others. Two things that are only truly possible because we know what the future holds for all of us who believe. Well, a great story always ends well. And what better ending than one filled with life where there was once death. Dear Dr. Brown, on the night that I go back in time, you will be shot by terrorists. Please take whatever precautions are necessary to prevent this terrible disaster. Your friend, Marty. Evening, Dr. Brown. What's with the wire? Oh, just a little weather experiment. What you got under here? Don't, don't touch that. Some new specialized weather sensing equipment. You uh, got a permit for that? Of course I do.
bulletproof vest. How did you know? I, I, I never got a chance to tell you. I told you this is going to be a good story. God's love, His grace, bring light to your past. It did mine to your present. It does ours and even more important, all of your future. Stop looking back to the past. There's nothing back there that can help you. Start looking back to the future and live the life that God has for you. God told us this, for I know the plans that I have for you, God, the plans that he has for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Why don't we begin living like our future defines our present? Well, I'm going to make like a tree and leaf. I'm out of here. Campus pastors... It's all yours. Take it away.
You know, uh, when I think about my past, I, I bet it's very similar to yours that I think about my past, I think about a whole lot of things that I wish that I could change. Things that I could go back and fix, things that I did that hurt people or stupid mistakes or bad choices that I made. And I bet many of you feel exactly the same way. And the great thing that we want you to walk away with this weekend is a reminder that our future actually uh, it doesn't define our present. That, that actually, it, it's defined by what happens in front. It's not defined by what happens behind us. Most of us are looking back and we're missing what God wants to do in our life. And God's given us something so much better than a time machine. 2,000 years ago, the gospel tells us uh, in the Bible that God sent his son from heaven and that Jesus lived a perfect life. He died on a cross, uh, and he rose from the grave. And he did that because he wanted to have a relationship with us. And what's crazy that happens in our culture today is that most people, when they talk about Jesus, they talk about uh, this guy that lived in the past. And the reality is that Jesus lived in the past, but the way that he lived allowed him to live in the future as well because he was God's son. He was God, the God man. And scripture tells us that Jesus uh, is so unique. As the writer of Hebrews said this. He said, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Right? That, that literally the way that Jesus changed the world is still changing the world today, and it happens through us. And so all of those mistakes in the past, all of those things that happened, we literally have this amazing opportunity uh, right now that the Bible tells us that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us. So this weekend, you may have showed up thinking, I'm going to get to see a movie, and you realize my past is wrecking my life. And the reality today is quit looking backwards and start looking ahead because your future can define your present. Don't keep letting the past do it. Change the way that you're going to live today. And the way that you do that, we say at our campuses, is just by praying a prayer. And it's not the prayer that does anything for you. It's, it's the attitude of your heart. The Bible says if you call upon God's name, that you'll be saved. And so in this moment, we say no one ever pray, prays alone at Faith Promise. So would you just bow your head, close your eyes where you are. Faith Promise, would you just help others have the faith to pray by saying, dear Jesus, I know that I've sinned. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. Help me to live an amazing future that I can only have through you. Forgive me. Help me to become like you, in Jesus' name. Now with your head bowed and your eyes closed, if you recognize this weekend for the first time that uh, you need a relationship with Jesus, would you just raise your hand where you are? And as you raise your hand, our ushers are actually gonna come by. They're gonna put something in it, and it's just a card that helps you know what steps to take. If you'll just keep it up. Faith Promise family, you can look this way. Aren't we just amazed that God continues to move in the lives of people at our church? Aren't we grateful for that? Please stand and worship as we continue to give.
sing and give him praise. Let's go. small, but I think it can fit. 
Okay, thank you for coming in for the audition for Ghostbusters. This is a comedy, a lot of fun, a lot of physical humor. Okay. So just, um, so Sorry. pretend. Sorry, I'm kinda, the space. Yeah, of course. So just kind of pretend there's like a big monster and like you're scrambling around trying to, trying to suck the monster out of the sky with your um, proton pack. And whenever you're ready. Okay, a lot of questions. I'm so sorry. I, breaking character, I apologize. Whoop, right? <laughs> um, what the crap is a proton pack? You're in the pack! You're in the pack! You're in the pack! We got him, Leviosa! Shabang! All right, good. Hey, well, the Guardian Leviosa, that's, like a, that's a Harry Potter thing. This is a different movie. <clears throat> What's Harry Potter? Hasn't been written. <laughs> Okay. Can you pop the pack off and then just show us a little bit of your ghost physicality? Okay. I'm a ghost. Maybe a little bigger. Maybe a little bigger. Let's try it bigger. <laughs> Make yourself bigger. Okay. Oh. Wow. Mommy was right. Should have been a doctor. Ah, 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 I got unfinished places. <laughs> Come next weekend to see Ghostbusters. Oh! The movie's week one. Have we enjoyed it? Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, as you've seen before on the video, make sure to get here next week, Ghostbusters. It's a family favorite. Make sure you're in the house, it's gonna be incredible. Also, Next Steps is happening this weekend, so make sure and check that out. If you're new here, we would love to invite you to our church family and fill you in on everything. Hey, you're dismissed. Have a great weekend. Root on the balls, they really need it. Have a great weekend, we'll see you.